so my name is Meryl, and I have done two episodes of It's All Good Before, but this is just kind of the reboot, so I'm going to call those two episodes my practice episodes and call this one episode one. Um, so you're probably wondering, well, why'd you quit? Like, why are you starting up again? Well, that's kind of what today's show is all about. Um, so when I'm recording this, it's towards the end of June, 2021. Um, in the spring semester, I experienced a lot of academic struggle. And I know you're probably thinking, for those of y'all that know me, know I'm a huge nerd. Um, did really well academically in high school and have done fairly well so far in college. Um, but call it COVID, call it, you know, just not studying enough, call it whatever you want. But this spring, something just wasn't clicking. Um, so I got my first D plus, the first time I'm ever going to have to retake a class for all those of y'all that have ever taken organic chemistry and love it, more power to you. I'm so glad that God's given you that gift. However, he did not give me that gift. Um, So that is the class that I am retaking. The lowest grade I've ever gotten so far in college has been a B. Um, And so it really, my pride took a huge blow. And God taught me so much through that process. So obviously, I had to retake that class. So that's one of the reasons I'm here in Tuscaloosa this summer. Um, But just I'll let you in on a little secret. Not everyone else is here. Um, My sweet boyfriend James is here. And one of my roommates, and I have a few other good friends that are here. I'm definitely not, quote unquote, completely alone. But I have definitely experienced some lonely moments. Um, this summer, um, I normally spend a lot of time in my sorority house during the school year. That's where I eat meals. That's where I connect with people. And that's where I choose to go to fill up my cup a lot of the day. You know, I really thrive on human interaction and human connection. And so that's where I can go and just get a ton of that. Cause there's a bunch of girls, sweet, godly, smart girls all in one room together Um, And if I need to like really focus, I can go downstairs and study in the quiet room. But um, anyway, all of that is not really here this summer. Um, And then I applied for a job at a local hospital, actually got the job. I was like, this is going to look so good on my pre-med resume. Like, this is awesome. You know, blah, 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 blah. Thinking like, oh, this is awesome. Thanks, God. And then... The guy that hired me um, emailed me a few weeks ago and was like, hey, I'm so sorry, but your class conflicts are too much. You know, feel free to reapply next summer. You know, we still want you. I'm, I still volunteer there like I have for the past year, you know, but that was definitely a huge disappointment. And I know all of this may sound petty and shallow and small, of grades and one little job when it's not the thing that, you know, supports me financially. And I'm sure a lot of y'all have gone through the things a lot bigger, but it just felt like all the cushion that I surrounded myself with had just been taken away from me. Um, so that's why this episode is called 
how to be lonely. Now, what I do want to tell you as a disclaimer is I have never experienced depressive thoughts, like truly clinical depressive thoughts that I needed to go see a doctor about. And clinical depression that can show up as loneliness is something that needs to be sought out for help. However, that's not what I experienced. I just experienced the human emotion of loneliness. Um, So just want to be clear about that. And if you are experiencing depression or suicidal thoughts, please go seek someone. However, that is not what I'm talking about. Um, And another disclaimer, this is not to put down anyone in my family, anyone, any one of my friends, my roommate, my boyfriend, like even my sweet new cat Sunday, like I love them all so very much and they all love me very well. So that's just another disclaimer. Um, So let's just jump right in. So how can we be lonely? Well, another disclaimer is that there will be some Christian parts of this. However, 95% of what I'm about to say, you can take and apply if you are not a Christian or you're unsure about your faith or you just played this because you thought it was, you know, a good thing to play today. So the first thing that I would tell you to do is accept that you are lonely. Really sit and don't fight it. Because it's where when you fight is when you push away God. And that's kind of what the first step would be, would be tell God that you are lonely and accept that you feel loneliness. I personally felt crazy for feeling lonely. I thought, there's no way I can be lonely. I have a great boyfriend and a great roommate and great friends. I'm in a great sorority. I'm part of the Million Dollar Band. Like, there's no way I can be lonely. But there is. And I just want to encourage you that your feelings are valid. If you feel lonely, feelings are valid. They are not the truth. But your feelings are what you feel no matter what. Your feelings are not invalid at the throne of God. In fact, God already knows every single thought, every single thing you're about to say, according to Psalm 138. So tell him, tell him that you feel lonely and tell him exactly how you feel. One thing my mom always told me was when I would just get really mad about situations and stuff, my mom would just say, Tell God how you feel. He can handle it. He's God. And so many times, in fact, literally me a month ago, when I experienced probably the most loneliness um, I've ever felt, was thinking, well, I'm not valid. Like, I'm not valid in my loneliness. You know, God doesn't need to be worried about my little Meryl Bettis' loneliness when he has, you know, America to take care of and the whole world and people with salvation and you know, all that kind of stuff. And all these lies from the devil were saying, you're invalid, you're a failure, you're a disappointment because you can't entertain other people. You you are not enough for people to want to be with you. And that is the biggest lie. So first step is to tell God. You may not immediately feel better, but just like I'm saying that your feeling of loneliness is a lie, your feeling of you are not worth telling God is another lie. 
So that is step one. Tell God. Step two is to tell someone. And I'm talking about a person. Um, if you want to start with your pet, that's okay. Just to get that practice run in. I know Sunday my cat and I have really deep talks, you know. And sometimes I practice what I'm going to say to people on him. But tell someone. Um, just if you can think of literally just one person that you can tell, whether it be your friend, your roommate, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your grandmother, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner, you know, your like your spouse, your pastor, because they have no, they probably have no idea. You know, when I told my sweet boyfriend, he was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea you felt like that. You know, is it my fault? That's another thing. Your your feeling of loneliness is not someone else's fault. So be very careful that it doesn't turn into, well, you know, my boyfriend's name is not Bob, but, well, Bob, you know, you have just been out of the house so much and it makes me feel lonely. No, it is not their fault. You are in charge of your own feelings because you have a relationship with God. And if you don't, please message me because I really want you to have one. When you tell someone, no matter how they react, some people I told reacted exactly the way I needed them to. Some people reacted the exact opposite of what I needed them to. But it was out of my head and it was out of my heart and it was just out there in the open. And when you say it out loud, it kind of diminishes the feeling because logic and the spirit starts rushing in to your mind and your heart and your soul. The third thing I would really encourage you to do would be to find something that you love to do. For me as an extrovert, it's really hard for me to find something that I love to do by myself. So really sit and take time to think about something that you love to do when you were a child. When I was a kid, I i mean, I say it when I was a kid. I'm still below 25 years old, so I guess I'm still relatively a kid. But I thought back to what I really enjoyed as a kid. And I realized, so I performed a lot in theater when I was younger, uh, which led to my love of band performances, color guard performances, dance, like just everything performing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how can I incorporate that? And that's why one of the reasons I originally started this podcast was, was like, I miss performing. I miss like making things and doing things that other people will watch and will hear and will appreciate and will listen to. I also used to be known as the bookworm. So my mom is a teacher in Birmingham and her fellow teachers would say, I always know it's your daughter when I see a book first in front of her face. And yes, I still love to read. Um, sometimes I convinced myself that it was a chore to read um, because I'm so deep in school right now. But it's not for me. It helps me to get outside of myself and go to a world that um, doesn't exist except for in my mind, a place that's mine, a place that takes me outside of myself. So I'm not telling you you have to read and you have to start your own podcast, but what I'm telling you is 
to go back to something that you loved as a kid, that God designed your soul and your spirit to love and to be on fire when you do. Now, I will also encourage you to find something that has no pressure attached. For me, I love to take baths. I love to put big bubbles in there. And that's something that I can do by myself. You know, I don't need someone else there for me to be happy in the bathtub. Um, another thing is that I got my cute little cat Sunday and, you know, he makes, I know this sound, I sound like a crazy cat person, but he makes me so happy and just playing with him for 15 or 20 minutes makes me really, really happy. You know, I just want to encourage you as I wrap this up, I want to encourage you to text people to hang out. I know for me, I was feeling really down and I was telling one of my friends, you know, I just feel like, you know, no one wants to hang out with me. And she said, well, have you asked? And I was like, well, no, but no one's asked me. And she was like, well, how do you know that they're not just in the middle of something, you know, like work or school and that they would love to see you? So I started reaching out to people and I realized, man, there's so many people that really do want to hang out with me but they're all going through their own stuff. And so sometimes you have to be that person to reach out. I think as I wrap up, actually wrap up this time, I just really want to encourage you to, if you feel lonely, when you feel lonely, feel lonely well. And don't feel lonely alone. Tell someone, tell God, find the things that you love. And as always, I'm here and God is here. Thank you all so much for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. 